and welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, a magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. It is the week of December 18th, 2023. It is Christmas week. Hope you guys are excited and ready for Christmas. This is a, uh, as much as I um, complain and as much as I do truly hate the winter and the cold, the only like saving grace of that is like that time between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I do thoroughly enjoy that time, you know, Thanksgiving, get a few days off of work, get together with some family, eat some good food, watch some football, all the Black Friday stuff, do some shopping, you know, then kind of like that month from Thanksgiving to uh, Christmas goes goes by pretty quick. And, you know, now here we are Christmas. Once Christmas ends, then, you know, as someone who's here in Chicago, it's 18 degrees right now. Then the winter becomes real tough. You guys know my thoughts on that. I wish wish I was in Disney right now. wish I was in Florida somewhere warm, but I'm not. I'm here, and I'm here to provide you with a little Disney magic. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram and TikTok, Disney World Today. Also, wherever you're listening to this, leave me a rating and a review. If you do write me a review, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. If you're not following me on Instagram, you're missing out. Uh, I love interacting with you guys. I post stuff all the time, TikToks, Reels, Stories, Q&A. A lot of times I ask for your guys' input on the show. And probably, I think one of the coolest features, as someone like myself, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to Disney podcasts. If you guys are sitting there thinking right now, like, I have an idea for uh, a Disney podcast, uh, an episode, a topic, a top 10 list, anything like that, shoot me a message on Instagram and I'll make it into an episode. Give me your thoughts. Like if you just have an idea of like, Hey, Kevin, like I have an idea for a topic. This is what it is. Or if you want to like put your input, like it could be literally anything. Uh, so hit me up on Instagram. My DMS there are always open. And we've had a lot of episodes, uh, recently based on the suggestions from you guys. Last week was one of those examples. We did an entire episode on the history of Disney quest, Lot of lot of fun memories there. Disney Quest is a weird one. You know, I talk about it on the um, on the episode. It's one of those things like I felt like it was a staple of Disney Springs, downtown Disney. It kind of was a staple of like Disney in the nineties. Like it kind of reminded me of that. And I was only there twice. I went to the one here in Chicago once, and the one in downtown Disney once. And even though I only did it twice, like I was a little sad when it was taken away. Uh, But on the other hand, me being a huge NBA basketball fan and a former basketball player, like I was pumped for the NBA experience. And now that that's gone, now I'm really like, wow, I kind of wish they uh, they would have just left Disney Quest, you know, and maybe just kind of updated it. But if you remember Disney Quest, if you have some good memories there and you haven't listened to the episode already, check it out. It's available everywhere. Since it's Christmas week, figured it's only fitting that this week we talk a little Christmas. We're going to be talking about Disney's Jollywood Nights at Hollywood Studios, plus just Christmas at Walt Disney World in general. I think that's about it for this intro. Here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board... So if you've listened to the show and have been following me for a while, I've talked about 
different holidays at Walt Disney World. And the two big ones, my two favorite, are of course Halloween and Christmas. And I think it's just, those are the two holidays you can go to Disney and it's just, just a little more special. You know, everything, all the festivities that goes on with Halloween, you know, Christmas, it's the same thing. And something I've always talked about, and I, I've done episodes on, is I feel like Disney should should do more. I feel like they could always do more when it comes to Halloween and Christmas. And with Christmas especially, I feel, you know, it, it's a step above Halloween. It's bigger. It's the Christmas season. It kind of starts around Thanksgiving, goes all the way, you know, towards Christmas, maybe even around, you know, New Year's. You can kind of extend it a little bit. And... I feel like going to Disney World during the Christmas season should be a unique experience that you can only experience during that time. And I've done episodes on, you know, which attractions should get uh, Christmas-themed overlays. Um, you know, if you need an example of that, Living with the Land. Living with the Land is, you know... Uh, say what you want about it. I've always kind of felt it's an underrated attraction. I love it. I find it very cool, very relaxing, very interesting. And during the Christmas season, they decorate it with Christmas lights, Christmas decorations. And that small feature makes such a big difference. Seeing the videos, I had just, it gives me serious FOMO. Like I'm, I, I see those videos of living with the land decorated for Christmas and I'm like, wow, wow, I just wish I was there right now. You see like the parks and the resorts get into the holiday spirit, you know, put up their decorations, whether it's lights or just a little bit of decorations here and there. You know, Hollywood Studios, they put like the Christmas hat on the giant dinosaur. Just little stuff like that. I just could, I always feel like Disney could do more. You have Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. They decorate some of the stuff in the parks. You have like the holiday overlays and some of the attractions like Living with the Land and the Jingle Cruise. But what else? You know, what else could they do? And the title of this episode, you know, shows what they could do. Disney's newest party, Jollywood Nights. A new Christmas-themed party at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So now you have Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party at the Magic Kingdom. You have Jollywood Nights at Hollywood Studios. This is exactly what I've talked about I feel like they should do. It should be a resort-wide celebration. You know, it, the problem with Halloween at Walt Disney World is if you don't get into Mickey's Not So Scary, what what else is there to do that celebrates Halloween? You know, it, it's tough. It's like, oh, unless you go to the Magic Kingdom for the party, you're not really celebrating Halloween at Walt Disney World. You get a little bit of decorations here and there, and that's it. It should be a res resort-wide thing. We have two out of the four parks now have their own parties. To me, honestly, in a perfect world, I think you should extend. I think they should do something at each of the parks. Now, does it necessarily have to be a themed Christmas party? No, I think you could do it, though. You know, Epcot, I feel like it, it would be easy. You could do something with World Showcase and, you know, celebrating the holidays. Because I, I feel like, most, you know, some countries may not celebrate Christmas, but celebrating the holidays around the world. Some sort of worldwide celebration. You know, Animal Kingdom, again, I'd... You know, I don't know. You, you could get creative. You know, like Jollywood Nights, I don't think I would have thought of. And, you know, Animal Kingdom, I, again, just try to think of some, you know, some sort of holiday Christmas-themed party. 
add some, you know, a nighttime show, special things to do, and you can make it work. I just, you know, stuff at the resorts, they need to add stuff at the resorts. But this is a good start. This is something I'm glad they did. Now we're going to get into the party uh, and everything about it. You know, there could be some some room for improvement, but I'm glad to see Disney kind of taking that step, you know. They've had just the one party at the Magic Kingdom, Mickey's Very Merry, for I don't even know how long, 20-ish years now. And to see them expand to having a second party now, um, I think it's pretty cool. Like I said, going to if you go to Walt Disney World between you know Thanksgiving and Christmas, it should be a special, one-of-a-kind experience that's different than you know someone like me who goes in July. As much as I would you know want to experience certain things it should be up to me to like make that happen and go, you know, during the Christmas season. I was able to go to Disney for Christmas twice. Uh, well, not exactly on Christmas, but I went like the week before Christmas. I, I remember the, for the first time, I remember my sister had a basketball tournament uh, in Daytona Beach. And this was like probably like around like December 20th. So we flew down to Daytona. They had a two or three day tournament there. Um, and we drove up to Orlando and uh, we did, I think we did the Magic Kingdom during the day. And then we went to Hollywood Studios at night and saw the Osborne lights uh, before flying home. And then I went another time after New Year's. It was like literally like a day or two after New Year's. They still had all the Christmas stuff up. Uh, so I was kind of able to experience that way. But I'd, I've never been to Disney actually for Christmas. If you have shoot me a message on Instagram. Let me know how it was. What did you think? Would you do it again? Would you not? It's, it's, it's something, I don't know. I would definitely do it. I think, um, th- my one drawback is just like the crowds that c- it's kind of a turnoff for me. Like it's, I see the videos and stuff. Like it's just wall to wall people. And now that, you know, I have a, an infant, I don't know if that's something I want to deal with yet. You know, maybe once he gets older, it's something we can kind of work around and I don't know, Christmas, you know, it, you should spend it with family. Uh, you know, maybe my family would come with, that would be fine with me. But I, I wouldn't want to spend Christmas and just have it be like a, like just another day where we, you know, wake up and just go to the theme park and, you know, ride rides. I would want to do something that kind of makes it special and stand out. You know, maybe it's something just kind of, you know, decorating our room and, you know, opening up stockings and presents like in our ho- hotel room and, you know, hanging out at, Disney Springs or, you know, doing something like that, having a nice dinner, something like that, I think would be pretty cool. But let's talk about Disney's newest party, Jollywood Nights at Hollywood Studios. Again, I, I this is pretty cool. This is something I wasn't really expecting. I feel like it just kind of came out of nowhere. Like one day they just kind of announced not that long ago, like, hey, there's going to be a new Christmas party at Hollywood Studios. Here it is. Um, now, it definitely seems like there were some things I need to iron out, but Jollywood Nights, um, at least for this year, it went from November 11th and it goes only through December 20th. So it doesn't even go, you know, through Christmas, which I'm, I'm guessing maybe they don't want to overlap certain days with Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. I don't know. Why not just have it go through Christmas and just have it at, you know, the party at both parks? Like that would be you know, I talked about having, you know, a party at all four parks. And I, again, I haven't been to Disney for Halloween or Christmas in a while. Like, I don't know how the 
parties are. I know when we went for Halloween the one year, like we went to uh, the Halloween party on the 30th and you know, I'm sure it was sold out, but it, it wasn't like too crazy where you felt really crowded except for the parade with the headless horseman. You know, maybe if you do like parties on the same nights, it would even like spread out those crowds even more so that if you did go to the Halloween party or the Christmas party, you know, the, the crowds are even less. You could do even more and have, you know, kind of feel like you have the park to yourself, um, which is always a, a fun feeling. And so like the premise behind Jollywood Nights is, you know, it, to kind of fit the theme of Hollywood Studios or at least what Hollywood Studios used to be, you know, the golden age of Hollywood. So it kind of has like that. Um, you know, what would you say it is about like the 40s, like that type of vibe to it, just with the way things are decorated, the name, the font, the um, like the posters and stuff, advertising for it, the music. So it's like that kind of uh, that golden age of Hollywood. And I like that they did that. I think that's like a cool premise. You know, they even kind of talk on the official Disney website about, um, you know, encouraging people to kind of dress up uh, in like their best dapper christmas holiday type outfits so i think they were pretty much saying like you know dress up in you know matching christmas outfits or like your kind of dapper 40s swing music style uh attire and you know the the dapper days at disney is something that's kind of um at least if you follow you know the disney community on social media you know the dapper days have, have grown to be pretty popular so that's kind of like the theme behind it um, you know, I'm just excited that they added a, you know, an entire Christmas party. So what does Jollywood Nights include? I'm going to, I'm going to go right from the official Disney website. It says you can enjoy glitz and glam galore with red carpet moments and dapper decor. Yuletide entertainment, including live bands, a musical variety show, and the return of the Jingle Bell Jingle Bam Nighttime Spectacular. Swanky venues and hot spots where you can dance the night away. Favorite attractions with lower wait times since the number of tickets for this event is limited. Encounters with beloved characters as they spread holiday cheer. Downloads of your Disney PhotoPass digital photos and videos from the evening included with your event ticket. All new Disney PhotoPass offerings to help you capture picture perfect moments. And delicious food and beverages available for purchase and more. Uh, then I'll go into detail what the more is, but that's the official list on the Disney website. If you're going to, you know, if you're going to go buy your tickets, you click, you know, read more. What is this party all about? What should I expect? And this is what they kind of do. The glitz and glam galore with red carpet moments and dapper decor. That's what I mean, like with them trying to kind of get that golden age of Hollywood theming to it. What does that mean? Glitz and glam galore, red carpet, dapper decor. I think they're just kind of saying like the decorations and the theming and the music of the entire event is that style. Um, you know, red carpet moments. I don't know what they mean by that. I think it's maybe just kind of saying, um, you know, maybe some photo opportunities. Um, Yuletide entertainment, live bands, a musical variety show, and the jingle bell jingle bam. The... So the live bands, I don't know what kind of live bands they have. I'm guessing some sort of like swing music, that style. That's pretty cool. I've always kind of liked that type of music, especially like around Christmas time. Um, I remember my mom growing up had, is it like the Brian Seltzer Orchestra or something? That type of jazz swing style and they did all Christmas songs. I, that's, I always found that very enjoyable. Um, 
the variety show I've heard really good things about. Um, we'll get into that uh, with a little more detail. And the uh, the Jingle Bam Nighttime Spectacular, I'm guessing that's some sort of light projection show slash fireworks show, um, you know, maybe on Tower of Terror. Swanky venues and hotspots where you can dance the night away. I don't exactly know what that means. You know, they don't have to show any detail. Swanky venues and hot, like, is that just like places with the live music where you can dance, right? Is, that's kind of what it sounds like. Uh, they're really going into this uh, 40s uh, era here with the swanky venues. You know, the attractions with lower wait times. Uh, I don't know about that. You're at Hollywood Studios for the Christmas party. What attraction? Like you, you have Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, and the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Toy Story Mania, um, the Slinky Dog Coaster. I would be surprised if Rise of the Resistance and... Uh, Millennium Falcon uh, Smuggler's Run. Like, I wonder, are those just open? Because it's hard to get on those during the day. I, like, I, I, I know sometimes they're still going with the virtual queue with that. Are those just open? I don't know. I'd be a little curious if it's all of the attractions. Uh, but it would be kind of nice, you know, if you did that, you could hit up the Star Wars rides, you know, and, and pretty much all of the attractions. You know, it's not like Magic Kingdom in the Halloween party where, you know, there's just so many attractions you really can't do all of it. Not that many attractions at Hollywood Studios. The fact that the uh, the PhotoPass digital downloads is included in your event ticket, that's that's actually really good. That's really nice. Um, it's something I don't really expect Disney to do that often. So, you know, it's, it's something. You know, at least you get something out of it. And that's pretty cool because if, if you are dressed in, you know, your best Christmas attire, matching outfits, whatever it is, you know, maybe there's special photo opportunities, special theming, you know, characters in Christmas costumes, like that's always a lot of fun. And the fact that you can get like official professional Disney photographs and download them, you know, download them, you know, without having to pay extra, that's, uh, that's you know, at least we have that. So the price. The price of Jollywood Nights differs. It's anywhere between $159 and $179 um, per ticket. I don't think that includes tax. Obviously, I'm thinking the, the, the $179, those are the dates that are closer to Christmas. The more primetime days, you know, it could be you know, Friday, Saturday. Um, whereas you know, $159, maybe you're paying in mid-November on a Tuesday. Hundred and let's so let's say one hundred and seventy nine dollars before tax. That's almost two hundred dollars per ticket. I I know we haven't really dived into the specifics of what they're offering, but just based on what I've said so far, what does this include? It includes decorations, theming, which uh, let's be honest, it's probably like that during normal park hours too. You know, they're not setting up special you know, decorations at night for the Christmas party and then taking them back down, I would be really surprised if they did that. They're not doing that. Um, you know, a nighttime show, a variety show, live music, like that stuff's nice, you know. What, oh man, how do you justify paying $200 a ticket for this? I don't know. I, I'm someone, I, I've talked about it on the podcast, Blue Collar. I If I was at Disney right now, for Christmas and the, you know, the, the party wasn't sold out. The Jollywood nights wasn't sold out because all the dates are, they were all sold out. 
I just don't know if I could justify paying that amount of money when I just feel like you're not getting that much out of it. There's no free food and drinks. That stuff is all extra. A variety show, you know, the nighttime show, There's that's two things. And everything else that they're kind of, you know, promoting, like I feel like if we wanted to, I could go with my family, we could all get in our matching outfits, pajamas, or, you know, our dapper decor or whatever, go to Hollywood Studios at like, you know, five o'clock on a regular day and take pictures together and enjoy the, the decorations and the theming. You know, food and drinks, I'm sure they have special food and drinks still that are, you know, that are there even if there's a different menu for the actual party. I just feel like you're not really missing out on much if you don't do it. And especially for that price. You know, the Halloween parties are on like the same price now, maybe a little more. When the first time I went, I think I paid 60 bucks per ticket, which was a steal. And with Jollywood Nights, if you buy uh, the party ticket, you get entrance into Hollywood Studios at 7 p.m. And the party goes from 7 to midnight or 12.30. So at least you've got a good amount of time in there. But the thing is, like, are you... If you're doing it, you're kind of, like, doing it to go on the rides, right? To, for the short wait times. Maybe catching the variety show. I get it. That's cool. I just wish it was something where you did the Christmas party and you were only doing Christmas stuff. You know, a part of me would be a little disappointed if I'm doing the, if I pay for the Christmas party, we see the variety show and then we just go ride Toy Story Mania and Rock and Roller Coaster. You know, it's not that different than a normal day at the Disney parks. So if you want to just go to a Christmas party and ride, you know, the rides and the wait times, there you go. You know, maybe, maybe for families, maybe this is what you do. Maybe you take your kids you know, and tell them, hey, you, you know, you guys go have fun. Mom and dad are going to go get some cocktails and listen to jazz music. That, you know, not, not terrible. Okay, right? That's not terrible. Um, just I don't really see, see the point of it being like a whole Christmas-themed party then. But they also, uh, a lot of the reviews were saying it's just kind of lackluster. You know, there's not much to offer. You know, it's not like, you know, the Halloween party, I could kind of, I mean, I can't really justify the price or anything, but... At least that one, you have short ride times like everything else. You have trick-or-treating, again, something kids will love. And then you have all that, you know, the theming and the decorations. It's just so cute. Yes, it's cute. But then the parade and the, the, the nighttime shows, I feel like, are top-of-the-line, like, premier must-see events. The Headless Horseman, the Boot to You Parade, I feel like is must-see. The nighttime show with the villains, you know, Hocus Pocus... Uh, the, was it like hollow wishes is, I think is what it used to be called. I don't know what it's called now, like a nighttime show fireworks behind the castle. Great show. Plus you add in, you know, all the other stuff with like the photo pass special pictures and, um, you know, stuff like that. I can kind of say like, okay, yeah, I think you're getting your, your money's worth with this party. You're just, there's just not that much to do besides ride rides. Like, I don't know. That's tough. That's that's tough to justify. Um, they also said merchandise. There's like there was one T-shirt, like no special merchandise, no you know special edition Christmas T-shirts, magic bands, anything like that. There was one Jollywood Nights T-shirt, which is pretty sad. I feel like there should be special special merchandise. Like if Disney wants to make money, like people would buy that. You know, um, I think it'd be cool to have like 
stuff you don't see in the parks all the time you know give me some cool like muppets themed christmas stuff i think that would be pretty cool i think the big one the big problem i'm seeing in a lot of these reviews is people complaining about the wait times for the food so i, I read to you guys how they promote like um the latin party by commissary lane you know the the jazz party at brown derby the the cocktail lounge at tower of terror people are saying that they're they had to like wait like hours to get into these places well you're only it's only open from seven to midnight like you don't have two hours to waste standing in line or waiting for you know in a virtual queue to get into one of these places to buy food and drinks that seems like the biggest issue if you're going to be promoting that then you need to it, yes it's cool that you have it at the courtyard at tower of terror and at brown derby but i feel like you need to have like almost like by the commissary you just need to have like makeshift like little areas have a lot of them so that people can you know spread out the crowds a little bit so that you're not waiting like the one review i read said they got there and they went like right to the brown derby they got in like in a virtual queue and their wait time when they first entered the virtual queue said 15 minutes they got a text three hours later that their their spot was up three hours like what do you what are you supposed to do are you do you wait to get in do you go do other things like that can't happen and again i know this is the first year but come on it's disney they should be able to figure this stuff out and iron out all the details i feel like the worst thing you could do on a ticketed event like this is to waste the majority of your time waiting for food like waiting to eat because you could be doing other things you could just grab a quick snack like obviously part of this whole event is trying some of these places and tr you know some of these food and drinks and you just can't have long waits like that. Does does Disney care about that, though? I, I'm not sure. You know, they're getting their money either way. Like, people are going. People are waiting, you know, hours, you know, to spend their money and buy food and drink items. So, it, that would bother me. And, and of the reviews that I read, like, that was, like, probably the biggest one. The, the lines for the food and, like, those lounge areas. You know, just people waiting to eat. Like, oh, man, that's, that's just a terrible way... To spend that night some of the food items that were offered at the at the brown derby location included oyster rockefeller crispy duck drumettes charcuterie uh, a shrimp cocktail that's a classic uh, derby sliders they had bison and a pork belly blend with some sort of cheese sauce and fig stout jam they had a a tuna some sort of tuna uh, sandwich, a pork belly bao, like a uh, Korean barbecue, uh, tofu, and uh, uh, an assortment of classic cocktails. So that's some of the food items that were offered at the Brown Derby. As you could tell, pretty fancy, kind of weird. You know, um, crispy duck drumettes. I'll pass on those. Most of the things on this list, uh, besides maybe the shrimp cocktail and the derby slider. At the uh, Dockside Diner, on. they had a spicy pimento kimchi dip. They had roasted eggplant dip. They had uh, poutine tots. Uh, Christmas tree cookie stack. That sounds amazing. I love cookies. Vanilla cookie stack filled with pistachio, buttercream, cranberry, and raspberry jam topped with sprinkles and a yellow candy star. Again, there you go. I'm good with like a chocolate chip cookie. You know, I don't need, <laughs> I don't need all that. The Sandy Claus hot cocoa. Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas inspired dark chocolate hot cocoa. <laughs> Topped with cherry, whipped cream, 
uh, and it was non-alcoholic. Yeah, that sounds really good, doesn't it, Ma? Yeah, that sounds so good. Um, you know, my wife and I love hot chocolate. We've been making hot chocolate a lot recently here. It's because it's been so cold. We got some hot chocolate bombs. We got marshmallows. Like she put so many marshmallows in her hot chocolate. I, I call it marshmallow soup. There's, there's so many in there. Uh, let's see. They had uh, naughty or nice drink. It was Crown Royal whiskey, ginger mixed with orange cranberry and grapefruit juices topped with fresh cranberries. That sounds pretty good. Um, and then one of the food items they had was a spicy Korean chicken funnel cake. Again, I don't know. That's a weird combination. I don't know if I need that. You know, funnel cake, yes. Korean chicken, yes. Combined, I don't know. At the market, they had buffalo chicken spring rolls, frozen snowball macaroons, coconut macaroons drizzled with blue vanilla frosting and topped with the white snowflake sprinkles. That sounds pretty good. Spiced apple cider, zero-proof apple cider, and what is this? In, in holiday fashion, um, Buffalo Trace Kentucky bourbon, rosemary, cranberry, and lime juices and cinnamon. That sounds pretty good. I've never tried like a holiday version of that. At Pizza Rizzo, they had uh, meatball and polenta. They had olive and goat cheese flatbread and, uh, and also uh, an antipasta flatbread. You know, some of these items, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I, I don't know if they offer them regu regularly, you know, but this is like when you click on it, this is the menus they're they're giving you. So maybe some of the stuff is available during the day or at other times, which makes things like makes it less special. You know, if I can get if I'm going to go to Pizza Rizzo and get a uh, meatball and polenta sandwich like I can get it during the day. I'm probably not going to go out of my way to get that, you know, at the Jollywood Nights Christmas party. And over by the Fairfax Fair area, they have holiday turkey popover, uh, just the sides popover, PB&J donut. Kermit's Frozen Banana Bliss, uh, Mistletoe Martinis, and Girdle's Ice Cream of Extinction, which is a, uh, a Gertie Christmas cookie, sugar cookie with mint icing. That one looked uh, that one looked really cute. Gertie, the uh, the giant green dinosaur with the Santa hat on. So as you can tell, as I went through some of those food options, they they really put the emphasis on that on the food items and the the places to eat. If their goal was to make this a completely different experience than uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, then I think they succeeded in that, you know. They really seemed like they wanted to try to keep to that theme of like the, the soiree, the 40s swinging jazz music type, you know, lounge music vibes. Um, you know, it fits with Hollywood Studios. Do you necessarily need to, you know, do that for a Christmas party? No. Um, you know, maybe in the upcoming years, they'll add more kind of Christmas activities. Again, just going off, off, off the reviews, you know, some of them are saying that a lot of the areas of the park just kind of seem dead. Like the, you know, the different areas with like the, the cocktail lounge and the live bands and stuff yeah, that those are like little pockets. And then everywhere else, is just kind of empty and dead and they said that the you know the latin fest like on the street over there was like very underwhelming and you know just walking in between from those areas there's like nothing you know uh, galaxy's edge and toy story world there's like nothing over there your two biggest areas of the park have nothing to do with the holidays and if i'm going to disney for christmas would i rather go to a disney christmas party that's themed generically after 40s Hollywood and 
jazz music and stuff or something that has to do with Toy Story Christmas or Pixar Christmas or Star Wars Christmas. Like, they could do both, you know? So maybe they could add something like that, add something to do with Star Wars, add something to do with Toy Story or, like, throw something over there in that section of the park, you know, maybe just for the kids, like, just for, like, something for people to do over there, too. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That's all I got for this week's episode. It's uh, a little shorter one. It's, it's hard for me to kind of talk extensively when I haven't experienced it in person. I'm just kind of going off what I'm reading online, pictures, videos, information. But, you know, you can get a pretty good idea uh, through that stuff. But Disney's Jollywood Nights at Hollywood Studios overall, you know, room for improvement, yes. I still, you know, as much as I critiqued it during this episode, I still like the fact that Disney is adding more to to their like Christmas festivities as a whole at the resort. You know, uh, Christmas party at the Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios now. Um, even though the price is up there and maybe it's not completely worth it yet, I, I still like that it gives people options. You know, maybe they they'll continue to add like, you know, maybe they pro- I don't know maybe they won't add you know a Christmas party to every park. Maybe that's just too much. But they should add something now to Epcot and Animal Kingdom. It, it doesn't have to be an entire Christmas, you know, ticketed event or, or party. But maybe you add like a special show or a special parade. Um, I think that would be easily doable. And I think the resorts need something too. You know, I think uh, most of them decorate, whether it's, a, you know, just a Christmas tree in the lobby. Or I think at the Grand Floridian they do uh, gingerbread houses. I think they do them there. Um, just stuff like that, little stuff like that, I think adds to it, adds to that magic, makes, you know, Christmas at Disney should be a one-of-a-kind, unique experience, and uh, that's what they need to do, add stuff like that in order to make that happen. You can probably hear the audio's a little different, I apologize, just kind of ran out of time this week, had to finish recording uh, while driving home from work. Um, it was just one of those weeks, just didn't have any free time I had, I spent trying to just to sleep catch up on sleep. Uh, Our four-month-old is, they call it a four-month sleep regression. Uh, Anyone with kids, if you're listening and you went through that, like, I didn't realize that was a real thing. I heard people talk about it. I heard my wife talk about it. It is kicking my butt right now. I am not going to lie. I am completely exhausted. We're both exhausted. Uh, It's been a rough week. Uh, So the podcast, any free time I had, I just, I did not have time to just sit down and record. I was either taking care of the baby, taking care of mom, or trying to, you know, get some sleep. Hopefully after, uh, you know, next week we got normal schedule. Hopefully uh, everything's back to normal. I can actually carve out some time and, uh, you know, sit down and record a, uh, a longer length episode. But it's Christmas week. Christmas is just in a few days. Pretty crazy. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of you guys listening used to do the same. I used to always wake up on Christmas Day and we would watch the Disney Christmas Parade and again I was always so jealous of that especially like 
when I was younger, like I didn't realize it was pre-recorded. So I thought all those people were there on Christmas Day watching the parade. Like I would love to do that. Like if if they did that, you know, I talked about in this episode early on. You know, if I was at Disney for Christmas, you know, what would I want to do to make it special? You know, I wouldn't want to just wake up and go on Space Mountain. You know, I want I'd want to like wake up. You know, hopefully have a room that's decorated, open presents, like maybe watch the parade in the room or if they were actually recording the parade live on Christmas Day that would be a cool experience to do I think I would enjoy something like that but I didn't, it took me a while to realize it was pre-recorded but we'd always be watching that seeing all the people on Main Street all the you know the floats and stuff I uh, always loved watching that but ha- have you guys been to Disney for actually like for Christmas Christmas Eve Christmas Day what did you do um, did you do something different, something special, something unique, or did you just treat it like a Disney vacation? Like, hey, you know, we're going to wake up, we're going to Magic Kingdom, we're going to ride some rides, go to Epcot. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that either. I I would just like to still have like a little bit of that Christmas tradition thrown in there. Um, and at Disney, I think that would be really cool, especially depending on where you're staying too, like Wilderness Lodge. I love Wilderness Lodge in the fall and winter and the way they decorate the lobby with the Christmas tree. Like, I feel like if I were to go to Disney for Christmas, like, I would want to stay there. So that's all I got this week, Christmas week. You guys have a uh, very Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Remember to follow me on Instagram and TikTok. My DMs there are always open. If you could, too, hit that subscribe button, leave a rating and a review. I would truly appreciate it. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Always remember, it all started with a mouse.